Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now I get to talk to one of my favorite people. You all know Krista Kafer. She's a Denver Post columnist, my occasional radio colleague, uh, a wine connoisseur. I won't say wine snob because that's me. Former Heritage Foundation <laughs> scholar um, and my friend who owns chickens. So good morning, Krista. Good morning. I think the last one's the most important. I do have chickens. I love chickens. <laughs> do you have a favorite species of chicken? Um, or a favorite? Know, it's not, they're all the same species, probably. A favorite, I don't know what you'd call it, of chicken. They're like tights, like, like tights, dogs. Okay. They're breeds. Yeah. Um, so I have some cochins that are, that are new and that are super fluffy, and they're <laughs> kind of adorable. So, yeah, that would be my new favorite. What color eggs do your chickens lay? I have blue, green, and brown, and white. My uh, my white one is not long for this world, though. She uh, she's nine years old. It's like a hundred and five year old person. Wow, wow! So, so that's yeah, like she's, the she's Joe so Biden kidding, of chickens. She is. She is. Although <laughs> I think she makes a little more sense. Right, right, right. A similar sounds, but more sense. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Uh, Folks, if, if you haven't voted yet, by the way, please check out my voter guide. If you go to RossKaminsky.com, you'll see the 2020 voter guide that I've put out. And it's all about ballot issues. It's not about uh, candidates. You're on your own with candidates. Uh, but it's all about the ballot issues. And one of the ballot issues is Prop 115. And Krista is here this morning to talk about Prop 115 with me. We uh, we've taken different positions on this, and I'm and I'm I'm not surprised. One thing I want to say before we head down this road, Prop 115 is the one item in my voter guide where I gave my recommendation and then said, you know, but I understand those who take the other side of it, and I'm not pounding the table on this thing because it's very much a matter of of faith. And uh, I I actually don't like having arguments that are about faith and religion and all that. But I think, uh, I think it's reasonable to talk about everything on this show. So, so here we are. Um, Let's see. I'll tell you what, I will, I will turn the floor to you, Krista, before we talk about the pros and cons to tell listeners just what Prop 115 does um, and do this part in a no-spin kind of way. Okay, right, let's do it. So, you know, for me, this is not a matter of faith, so I'm not going to bring up my faith. I, I was opposed to late-term abortion when I was agnostic. Um, our friend David Harsani, um, he's mm-hmm. uh, culturally Jewish, I guess, but, but an atheist, has written quite a bit about this, that uh, this is really a matter of science. We know scientifically that this child at this stage 22 weeks and okay wait and wait hold on pause 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 okay now you're making uh, arguments okay uh, right oh, wait, at what am this I point oh, sorry i okay. just I'll want you to up. say what 115 does okay 115 limits abortion after 22 weeks when a child is viable there is an exception for the life of the mother 
so that uh, if that were a situation, which would be uh, quite rare, because normally we would just have delivery, not uh, not abortion in those situations, but there is that exception. And also, uh, there is no penalty toward the mother. It is to the abortionist who violates the law, who is at risk then of losing his license for, for three years or more. Right. And there's uh, there's no exception for rape and incest either. And I, well, yeah, and and the... Well, I mean, and five the, and a half, and you got five and a half months to get that. Done, I will get to that. And, and, we'll get to that. Right, so we're not doing right. the arguments I'm yet. Jumping the gun. Yeah, you're jumping the gun. So there is an all exception right. for the life of the mother. There is not an exception for rape uh, and incest. The uh, Krista is absolutely right. The criminal penalty applies to the doctor, not the woman. the The doctor could be hit with a misdemeanor, but could not face jail time but would face essentially the law the law says that if a doctor is convicted on this the medical licensing board will view that as an improper practice of medicine and suspend the doctor's license for at least 3 years all right mm-hmm. now now we can get to where we give our arguments and i'm uh, happy to have you go first oh thanks so um and I'm, I apologize for violating the rules. I have not finished my <laughs> full cup of coffee. Um, so, so this to me is not a matter of faith. Like I said, I'm not bringing it up. Um, I'm with David Harsani and others, including uh, um, other people who are who are not religious, who say that once a child is viable and children do survive after 22 weeks. In fact, we actually have... There are actually babies who have survived at 21 weeks, but the cutoff in this situation is is 22 weeks. Most states, 43 states, have some time limits on abortion, basically limit abortion during the later part of the term, whether it's the second half of, or in this case, the second two, sort of the last two weeks of the, of the second trimester and the third trimester, in recognition that we have a viable child, and in recognition that 74% of Americans oppose late-term abortion. These are babies that can survive outside the womb. Why should they be at risk of a painful death? And I I do want to focus on that. I'm not going to talk about methods. Just let's say that if I did to a baby what an abortionist does to my cat, I would be up on uh, animal cruelty charges. That's how how sad this is, how cruel and how painful this is to do to a child that could survive outside the womb. The vast majority of these abortions are done on healthy infants. That said, there are babies with disabilities or with uh, diseases that also lose their lives to late-term abortion. I'm a hospice volunteer, so I definitely come into contact with children who, not children, but I work with adults, Adults who have terminal diseases, and I would have to say that um, even in the last part of life, people's lives matter. I also have friends with disabilities. I myself have some chronic uh, health issues. And so uh, whether a child loses their life to late-term abortion is healthy or is disabled or may not have uh, a long time on this earth, all of those lives matter, and because the purpose of law is to protect the life, liberty, and property of the people within our borders, that also applies to these babies who are viable outside the womb and therefore should be protected. I have a number of friends who signed on to the proposition when it was still a petition who consider mm-hmm. themselves pro-choice. They believe that a baby should be able to be aborted in the first part of the pregnancy, whether that's because the person 
that it's an unwanted child or perhaps a child conceived in in rape or incest, or well, those are very rare, uh, that, uh, that that should be an, an open option for people. Um, but those people signed on to this proposition because they said there ought to be limits. There ought to be limits to abortion that makes sense. <clears throat> and limiting it to babies that are not viable makes sense to them. And so I join both my pro-choice friends as well as my atheist friends who support limits on abortion in supporting this initiative, and I hope that other folks do too. So, and I'll, let me just explain now uh, why I am against 115, and I, I will I will also stipulate that I imagine the majority of the people listening to us right now uh, share your view and not mine, uh, but I, I'm going to share this anyway. So... I hear a lot of a lot of folks, a, a lot of anti-abortion folks or pro-life, whichever term you want to use, talk about third trimester abortions, and yet they bring a uh, a bill that would ban abortion um, essentially in the middle of the second trimester. Twenty weeks is the middle of the second trimester. This is twenty-two weeks. Um, it's more than you said. It was two weeks from the end of the second trimester. It's more than that. Um, so I, you know, I, I don't like that sort of bait and switch kind of thing. Um, uh, so the other thing that, that bugs me, I also am aware that there are kinds of very significant fetal abnormalities that can cause a baby, if born to live a, a short and painful and frankly, I, maybe people don't care about this, but for the parents, extremely expensive. Um, and again, short, painful life. And a lot of times those are not found um, until the middle of a pregnancy, that kind of time frame. And I don't want to rule out an abortion for those reasons, you know, in at, at 22 weeks or, you know, 23 weeks, whatever that number might be, even a little more. I do have to say I'm not, in case folks are wondering, I actually can live with some kind of abortion restrictions, you know, true late-term stuff. I I think after all the talk about, you know, third trimester abortions, to come with something that is more like the middle of a pregnancy than the third trimester, I don't like that. Um, I don't like that there's no exception for rape or incest, although I understand that if that were the source of a pregnancy, generally someone would know it and do something about it way before 22 weeks. Um, and my last thing on this, and I realize there, you know, if you're going to have a law, you need to have a penalty that, that matters that would make a difference. Um, uh, you know, a three-year three suspension of a medical license is, is kind of a, a professional death sentence for a doctor. And that's, I assume that's what the proponents really want, but I find it kind of misleading they spend all their time saying, well, it's just a misdemeanor and they can't go to jail. Um, but in fact, if a doctor's license gets suspended for three years, uh, they got some real real trouble because not only can't they do their job here, if they move to another state, they'd have to disclose that their license was suspended in another state and that could hurt them professionally, you know, forever. Uh, and again, I, I realize that's what the anti-abortion folks want. Um, I'm... I'm a little over on time here, but Krista, I think it'd be fair to give you the last 30 seconds. Oh, thanks, Ross. 
You know, I, I, a professional death sentence is, is tough, um, but a true death sentence is arguably tougher. And speaking of forever, that child is, is gone um, yeah. and never did get to take her first breath. Uh, if, if we found out that my life would be painful and short, I don't think anyone has a right to take my life to spare me that. Um, I'm a human being. I deserve every breath I get. I deserve not just my first breath, but every breath that I have going forward. And so I urge everyone to vote for Proposition 115 for all of these children and for their mothers. Every child deserves her first breath. And to, to, to protect the lives of children in the last part of pregnancy, in the last basically three and a half months when that child is viable, just makes sense. Let's join the other 43 states that have reasonable limits on late-term abortion, whether it's the very end of the second trimester or the third trimester, let's, be, let's protect these babies and their moms, whether these babies are healthy, able-bodied, or babies with disabilities. They all deserve to take their first breath. And, and I last also thing, say, um, thank you. Yeah, thank sure. You last lot. thing I would say, and I don't know actually I whether... the last word. No, no, let me just... <laughs> I want to make one more point because I actually think it's a fairly neutral point. I don't actually know whether what I'm going to say now is an argument in favor of 115 or against it. Um, this measure would probably impact about uh, somewhere between 1% and 2% of abortions that take place in Colorado. It's typically somewhere around 1% happen after 24 weeks. I'm not sure that 22 to 24 range, but we're probably talking in the area of 1.5% of all abortions would be affected by this. Again, I don't know if that's an argument for it or against it. Well, 300 lives. If you're one of those lives, it certainly matters. Uh, Krista, you. you're a, I, I got to leave it there, but you are a, you are an extremely able proponent of your view. And again, I, I think most people listening are on your side of this. So um, I wanted to have that discussion on the air. Thanks so much for doing it. You're awesome. Thank you, Ross. All right. We'll we'll see you later. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.